This episode of Make Your Pitch is brought to you by BET. BET is a digital advisor in key areas of your business, such as financial management, leadership, developing your strategies, understanding your customer, and understanding risk management, but most of all, understanding yourself as the entrepreneur. So if you would like an in-depth platform that shows you in-depth about your business and your business success, go to BET in the show notes of this episode. This is Make Your Pitch. I'm Christopher Knight. And I am Ellen J. Harris. Together, we chat with entrepreneurs with great ideas, looking for investors to back their vision. We want to be sure investors are there as well as to find the next big hit. So let's get started. And hello, hello, hello to all of our Maker Pitch guest audience and followers. We're always glad to have you. And this this time's a little bit different. Uh, as you know, of course, the holidays are here, and this episode is coming out just before Christmas. We wanted to make sure that we gave you something special that was something that you could use to think about over your Christmas holidays. So our Christmas Eve gift to you is talking about the four P's in business. And with that, I'm going to turn it over to my co-host, Ellen J. Harris. And by the way, I'm Christopher Knight. <laughs> Hello, Christopher. How are you today? I am wonderful. We have, we've had a heck of a day already. And I know this is going to be a little different because it is Christmas Eve after all, you know? That's right. That's exactly right. And like any good Santa, we come bearing gifts. Yes, yes. And to, <laughs> today's gift is, okay, wait for it. Today's gift is an algebraic equation. Oh no. One. oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> I was terrible. Okay. I was terrible at math. I algebra okay. was a tough one for me. Okay. Go ahead, oh, though. Oh, I loved algebra. Well, of course okay, you did. Here we go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Until I got to differential equations and then life Ooh. changed. <laughs> I'm like, where's the algebra? Okay. So today we're going to talk about four P's four letter P's. Okay, P sub one, P sub two, and P sub three equals P to the 10th power. So P sub one is all about process. Okay, so what is process? Anytime I go to a question like that, I always refer to Webster because he defines it and the definition helps people understand what we're talking about. So P sub one is process. What is a process? It is a series of actions or operations conducting, a, right, con, mm, conducing to an end. Okay, so what does it mean? I'm it already, I'm already series... confused. I'm totally confused. Go ahead though. <laughs> I didn't even get into it yet. Okay, in business, okay, and that's, what, that's why this is important. In your business, no matter what you're doing, you need a process, how you're going to approach your customers, 
how you approach the marketplace, what you offer, and the process that people go through in order to decide whether or not they want what you offer. So P sub one is all about process. And the interesting thing is, is that you define what the process is, whether you're in manufacturing or retail, food service, you name it, there's a process involved. Look at any company. And in fact, let's take, for example, uh, Walmart. And everybody has a, a different kind of uh, thinking about Walmart. Oh, you destroyed my community. Uh, you took the uh, local hardware store out of the neighborhood. There's all of that. However, the process is your foundation. So once you define that, however many steps you think it should have is how you will develop your internal systems in how you approach the marketplace. So that's P sub one. So everybody make a note. The process is important. All, All right. right. Can I ask a question right here? Please do. Uh, the process means uh, the steps I use in my business. Does it mean uh, how I handle the business? Does it mean uh, the people I uh, am uh, targeting as my Customers, I don't, uh, I don't quite understand the word process yet. The process includes everything that you just described. It's a system that you develop because you're, you're in, you're in. Let's say you're in retail, and you sell shoes. Well, that's your specialty. There's a process in selling the shoes. You're not going to throw in uh, selling canned soda. <laughs> okay, you're not in the soda selling business, you're in the shoes, shoe selling business in retail. Mm -hmm. So it's what you define. And that's, that's the uh, freedom of it, is that you get to determine what it is, what the process is, and how you will deliver your product to market. How many people can, can you invite off the street if it's a brick and mortar? And that's what you have to think about as a business owner. Where am I going to, what, what street corner will I be on and what area of cyberspace will I occupy? So it's a process. You have to really think it through. And here's the secret. It changes over time. Here's a case in point. When I started Business Accelerated, we were, uh, we were going to do document services. I was going to help people uh, I uh, clean up their documents so that they're legible, they're readable, and they uh, flow nicely. Well, that didn't last very long. And so I had to pivot. <laughs> okay, what did I pivot to? Oh, I was going to do, uh, I was going to, I was going to do hardware. Okay, now hardware is not my thing, but I thought people really needed that because I heard a lot of people asking questions about it. That lasted a short time and I went to something else, okay? And that's what happens in business. The process is your flexibility because you have to be able to pivot and turn on a dime. And you can't always turn on a dime. It's like uh, trying to uh, tack or turn a battleship in the Hudson River. If you know how narrow a Hudson River is, uh, you realize you cannot turn a battleship around to have it go in the opposite direction. So that's a simplistic explanation about a process. Did that help you? Oh, absolutely. I, 
I'm uh, on, my, on my battleship now. I need to steam forward. That's right. <laughs> Very good analogy. Very good. Steaming forward. Okay. So that takes care of process. Now, P sub 2 is a procedure. So what is a procedure? Okay. Now, I confess, folks, I have a dictionary open so that I can define what the word means so that you can then take it and plug it into your business. So a procedure is a series of steps followed in regular def uh, definite order. That makes sense, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. So in your business, there, there are a series of steps from the time you open until the time you close. Now, yeah, with the internet, we're supposed to be 24 hours, but are you ever up 24 hours? No, you have some downtime, okay? Family time, sleep time, and other times like that, that you, things you want to do, like particularly now, all right? So automation becomes a really big deal. You have to automate a lot of, a lot of things. And there's a series of steps that you put into place as a business owner so that you know it's running automatically. Now, let me just say, you don't want too much automation in your business because people like to engage with other people. There's something about us. We're hardwired towards engagement, talking to other people. That's why Zoom is such a big deal because people, even though we're not in the same physical proximity, it's, it's a wonderful thing to be able to see another person's face and hear them respond. So procedure is a step-by-step. -step. Now, I have steps in Business Accelerated. I'm sure, Christopher, you have steps in your businesses, okay, as a serial entrepreneur. And you just don't go from business number three to business number one. There's some, some, some procedures that you have in place. Isn't that right? Absolutely. It has to be. <laughs> Otherwise it gets exactly. convoluted and you will completely mess up all the, all the direction that you've created. Absolutely. Exactly. Act, uh, yes. Yes. And so uh, you have to and know where and you those are. procedures, don't you, uh, once they're developed and you are more than likely going to work with a team along the way. Those people need to know exactly what those are, don't they? Yes, they do. Yes, they do. You do yourself a great service if you document your processes mm -hmm. and you document your procedures, because then you have a document that you can hand to that new person that's come in or the team that you, that's going to work with you and they can follow. It's like a checklist. Everybody knows a checklist. Well, what does a checklist grow out of? The procedures. Okay. All right. So, okay. So if, you, if you're unclear on anything, just kind of raise your hand. <laughs> okay. And I will see you virtually. <laughs> I'll see you virtually. And you're able to uh, ask your questions and get it answered. You're, now, so, if I missed you're it, so kind. You're really so kind. I appreciate it. <laughs> Okay, I don't want to leave anybody out of the mix. Okay, uh, all right. So we've got that. So um, it, just just to give you context, if anyone's ever studied computer science, the word procedure is familiar. 
okay, mm -hmm. which is a, a, a set of uh, functions compressed in a, uh, in, a, in a procedure. And the procedures of step one through 10 or however many you decide, and the, the, the computer follows whatever you programmed into it. So mm -hmm. even if you don't do computer science, but let's say, and I saw this, a gentleman uh, every fall, he would collect the leaves from his yard. He'd rake and then he'd uh, put all the leaves in a pile. And then <laughs> after he created the pile, he would then uh, pull the leaves into the bag. And the bag is something he got from uh, Home Depot or wherever they sell the bags. Okay. That's a procedure. He had a whole system. And what would have taken him normally two or three hours, it took him an hour. Rake the leaves, put them in the bag, take the bag, put it at the curb, and then the, the leaf people would come by and pick up the bag. Well, you so know, you we, did bring up a good point, though. Think about this for a minute. Uh, okay. All the policies and procedures have to be flexible. They can't yes. be just locked in concrete. Using your example no. of the, the person that rakes up his leaves and gets ready to put them in a bag, what if the wind of 30 miles an hour comes across and spreads the leaves? So everything is not as, it, uh, as you hope always. All you can do is do the best you can to outline it, but never yes. ever think it's going to be 100%. That's exactly correct. Exactly correct. And because you are the business owner or the leader or the founder or the CEO, it's up to you to build that flexibility in because in your mind, it works one way. And then you actually execute and implement what you saw and you find the flaws in your thinking in the process. And so you adjust. And that happens every day for business owners. They may not think of it the way I'm defining it, but that's what's happening. And once you've listened to this one, you'll see, oh, yeah, that's exactly how that. Oh, it's a procedure I'm doing. Okay. <laughs> There's the value of make your pitch. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, so, so that takes care of the procedures. Now, you mentioned the next one, which is that would... Um, Procedures was P sub two. Okay, you can tell I took a lot of math earning this computer science degree. Um, so now we're going to the word that you defined, which is our next, which is the policy. Okay, policies are really important. Without them, it's like a ship without a rudder. You just kind of go in circles and you don't know where you're going and where am I now, that kind of thing. So what is a policy? It is a definite course or method of action selected from among alternatives and in light of given conditions and to guide and determine, present future decisions. Okay, so we hit policies every day every day no matter where we're shopping no matter what company we're working with there's a policy in place now as an owner you define the policy of your business so what is a policy let's well, say you I, have I can tell you right now in this uh, at, on christmas eve the policy is 
if I don't like my Christmas gift, the policy of the company, whether I can return it or not, is going to be very important. That is a policy. You anticipate me. That was my next <laughs> illustration. Okay, you have a refund policy. That's right. You have a customer engagement policy. Uh, you have document policies. And if you look at any big business, they have a governance policy that governs the entire business, that governs how employees will work with the customer, uh, what you can and cannot do under that corporation's edict or, 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 or procedures in what they do. So policies are really important, okay? You define how your company is going to work and that's P sub three. Okay, now again, back to printed material. Do the employees get all of this or just the policy section? Before you answer that question, let's take a break so we can hear a sponsor for this episode. This episode of Maker Pitch is brought to you by BET. As a business owner, have you ever asked, uh, how is my business ensuring profitability and sustainability? Uh, or does my business drive its growth and agenda through a defined strategy? Maybe also, is there a performance management system in place? If you hesitated to answer any of these questions, you need to take a look at the Business Enabling Toolbox, BET. To find out more about BET, check the show notes of this episode. They get what is relevant to the function they will perform. So if I'm customer service, there's a certain policy, certain procedure, and a certain process I must follow. Yes, and that's been predefined for me by the executive management team. Well, I'm just, a, for example, I'm just a startup business. I'm really a one-man show. Uh, I've got elephants uh, in the room everywhere. <clears throat> so it's like a circus. <clears throat> So I've got to have a, uh, I've got to have an elephant trainer and, you know, a zebra uh, handler and, and trapeze artist. And I've got to make, I've, I've got all those, all those talents that I'm having to do myself. When does someone write up their policies, procedures, and so forth? As they go. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because you don't know what they are before you get started. You may have an idea, but once you start engaging with customers, with employees, with consultants, that's when you begin to define exactly what your policy, procedure, and process is. Because, again, you may have it in your mind, but nobody's a mind reader, and they're going to make mistakes. It's just human nature. We all make mistakes. You have to have something that gives you the parameters so that you know where to operate, where to go within the context. And that's important. So it's really as you go, you may have ideas and you can write some stuff down, but you'll find that you'll go to that page where you wrote it down and you start crossing out. Well, that didn't work. Well, maybe try this, <laughs> maybe try that. Yeah. So it's a living, it's a living document. It's a living governance policy that you put in place around your business. It, it now here's now, okay, I'm up level a bit. 
okay? It's your fiduciary responsibility to your stakeholder, to your shareholder. And you say, well, I'm a small business. I don't have stock. Well, maybe not. But if you set your business up, if you establish it correctly, you do have stock, okay? How you work with the people, your customers. Your customers are your stakeholders. They are your shareholders, okay? They will make or break your company make a mistake that they're not happy about that you didn't address and they wrote you on monday and you didn't get to them next week of unhappy customers and you don't need that so how do you mitigate you mitigate that through the documentation of your policies so right. it's a living document and it grows because you grow well, yes, and I think even more importantly is if a uh, entrepreneur is looking for investors, if he has his policies and procedures and and uh, everything in place and the process is in place, process. then uh, they're going to be impressed. Why? Because yes. he has he has thought about it in advance. They're not having to come and say, yes. how come I don't see this in your business? And so you've set yourself above virtually, uh, I don't know, half of the people that may be going to them for their investment uh, potential for, for your company. So I, I think it's just important in that regard. You want to get an investment? Set your company up properly. That's exactly correct. That's because, you know, an investor will ask you, well, how do you handle and they'll throw out some kind of a problem. Mm -hmm. And if you don't at least have a sense of a guide, because that's what these things are, they guide you in how you're going to operate. If you don't have a sense of that, it reflects poorly on your thinking. An investor will see you don't know what you're doing. And that that's just how they're going to cut to the chase on it, because for them... If I'm going to put my money in, I want to know that my money is being managed well right. by the owner, uh, the, 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 chief, the chief architect, whoever it is. Uh, those guidelines are critical. They're, good, they're critical for you, but if you're going for investment and you're looking to have, uh, let's say, a venture capitalist, if you're, if you're doing uh, something that interests a venture capitalist, that's going to be one of their first questions. We didn't cover that in on, on our other uh, broadcast, but that's the underlying right. piece that you must have in place. So yeah. you're right about that. Thank you for that question. And I just, uh, but now I, I'm interested in profitability. I like to make money, you know, and so I've got my policies and procedures and, and uh, processes in place. But I want to make money. How does this help me make money? Oh, my goodness. Yes, indeed. It's going to help you make money. Okay. <laughs> it's going to help. Now, see, this is where you get into the ethics and the fiduciary responsibility of the business owner. So are you going to, in your business, sell an inferior product, sell an undeveloped product, sell something just so you can make the money you have to ask yourself for my business and the future of its integrity 
am I willing to sell no product before it's ready to be sold? Am I going to sell a half-baked product? Am I going to make sure it passes my quality requirements? And that's where you do your testing. Beta test your work to see if it meets the criteria. Because the beta tester will say, well, I was doing okay until I hit this section here. And you didn't see it. You weren't trying to do anything untoward, but you missed it. So once that person highlights it for you, then you're able to refine, define and refine what it is. That's an excellent question. Thank you for that. Well, the, the, the three Ps then lead me to that final step. Uh, how can I expect that that's really going to help me at all? Well, here's what I discovered in running a micro C corporation, okay, that in my mind is, is as big as, uh, let's see, General Electric, okay? I use them a lot because I've studied how they operate as a macro enterprise. Um, they started as an uh, appliance company, then they went into jet engines and aircraft. And listen, when you're doing aircraft or healthcare, you're dealing with people's lives and you really need to have these elements in place. So what I've discovered is once you have workable uh, policies, procedures and processes in place and you consistently follow them, you consistently uh, well, let me see, this is how we're going to do this. I've, I've made adjustments and you just really just stick to it. And once you stick to it, you'll find magically almost that the profits begin to happen. Why do they begin to happen? Because people come back and they come back and they're looking for what else you're selling. And wow, they, you're really concerned about them having an experience that's attractive to them, that makes you top of mind. If I want to get a good ice cream soda, I'm going to the Christopher Knight ice cream soda business because they make the best in the business, okay? And they keep coming back. And all of a sudden, you look at your books and you say, my goodness, I made 32% in profit. How did that happen? It happened because you followed your processes, procedures, and policy. You gave people a good deal, okay? You even gave them a little something extra that was unexpected. And they mm -hmm. told their friends who told their friends. And all of a sudden, you have a real portfolio of business owners, or not business owners, but customers who want what you do. Yeah, uh, you know. I think you have uh, actually put a red ribbon around the, the four P's. Now, what's the formula again? It's uh, uh, one, two, three times what? What was that formula again that you talked about? <laughs> okay. P1, which is your process. Uh, P2, which is your procedure. And P3 is your policy. You add those three together, that equals profit 10x wow pretty impressive pretty impressive you've got uh we got to box this and sell it for goodness sakes you know 
it's maybe maybe we already have by handing us out as a Christmas gift to those that are listening. I think it's been a great session, Ellen. You you've done a great job. I I've just been the straight guy over here, and you've had, you've done all the work today, uh, which is great, absolutely fantastic. So, any any last little uh, tidbits before we say good night and Merry Christmas or Happy Holidays? <laughs> <laughs> you broke up a bit. Didn't hear the question in its entirety. Well, it, 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 anything you'd like to say before we put this all in the box? and get it ready to give them as their Christmas gift or their happy holidays gift. What I would like to give people is the opportunity to take these peas, all four of them, and do a bit of research. Look it up in the dictionary, simple research. Make sure you understand it and, and see how you will apply it in t into the next year with your business. And if it doesn't work, definitely let us know but I'm positive. If you're consistent, it will work for you. Well, with that, I know Ellen and I wish everyone a happy holidays. And uh, you'll be hearing from us again next week when we will be talking uh, on, excuse me, New Year's Eve about uh, the things and the opportunities for the coming year. So we're looking forward to that in our, in our gift to you during the holidays. So for now, thank you, Ellen. Great to be with you today as my great co-host. I'm Christopher Knight. And before we close, we want to say, make your pitch. I'll see you all on the next episode. Have a great one. Bye-bye. If you enjoyed today's episode of Make Your Pitch, go smash the subscription button. And if you want, leave us a five-star review. If you think you have what it takes to be on one of our episodes, contact us by going to the show notes to learn how. But most of all, be with us again next week for another episode of Make Your Pitch.